what we do here is go back, 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 back. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bare Knuckles Most Wanted. I'm Matthew Kohler, and my co-host, Matt Seibel. Tonight, we are joined by Mr. Christian Roberts and Mr. Mark Godbeer. How are you guys doing? All good, man. Very good, very good. So you guys have, uh, you guys have had some stuff going on. Um, so you've been, been busy working with, uh, with Spartan and trying to get that up and rolling. So tell us a little bit about it, guys. Uh, do you want to go first, Chris? Okay. Uh, it was about four or five years ago I created the Spartan brand. Um, originally as a pit fighting company. Um, so we've got that off the ground now. We've had a good few five or six shows with the, with the pit. You know, I had Mark in my sights for a good while. Um, you know, he eats and breathes the game. He's sold the earth. You know, fighters love him. He gets on with most people. But the main thing, you know, about Mark is he's real, man. He's straight and he's cut and he's real. So when we got together and I asked him if he'd like to run a part of Spartan with me, you know, it was Mark's idea readily saying, you know, you're doing the pit, you know, you're doing well at it. Let's let me do the ring. And, you know, so it was born. So, yeah, um, pretty much how we got together, really. Awesome. So, so Mark, what's, uh, what's, what's your interest in this? I know that obviously you're, you're an experienced bare knuckle fighter. And what, what drew you to uh, Spartan in particular? Well, well, for one reason, if I'm first of all, I have to apologise to the viewers. I have got a little bit of a blurry screen because I cracked my bloody my camera. So, <laughs> you have to excuse me for that. So, I'm um, uh, basically uh, the main reason was uh, obviously I'm I'm 38 now. Let's be honest. I've probably got a couple of years of fighting left. So, I've always said I've always wanted to just stay in the fight world. After I finished my fight career, you know, I want to start teaching and promoting, etc., etc. Christian come along. When Christian come along and offered me this opportunity, um, I spoke to him. He said, do you want to take on a branch? And I said, well, yeah, I would like to take on a branch. But if I'm going to take on a branch, let's, let's you know, venture out into the ring side of things, you know. So, um, yeah, this is where we're at. Our first show's being lined up. Uh, we're ready to go. So everything's in place now. Uh, just waiting to release uh, the final installments once we've got, you know, the go-ahead with a couple of little issues that we've got. And then, uh, yeah, Spartan, Spartan Wars Ring BKB will be alive. Uh, that's that's yeah. awesome. Well, we'll look forward to that. So we've got Justin Sims in the comments. Justin helped me out a ton this weekend. Great dude. And he says, Mark Godbeer is the number one heavyweight bare knuckle fighter, period. 
Yeah. So, got a got a got a fan from a from a guy who knows he's a he's a prolific uh, cameraman producer um, in the in the uh, the combat sports world. So uh, yeah. definitely definitely somebody that would know. So hey, what's up, yeah, Justin? And thanks for all your help this weekend. So um, so you're talking about uh, putting putting some things together with a ring. So in before it was the pit, but now it, it, it's going to be a transition. And is that going to be just based on, you know, are you only doing the ring on your and on the branch that Mark's a part of, or is that going to, you know, is that going to be standard across the board with the organization? Do you want to take no, this one, Christian? Sorry. No, we're going to be, I'm going I'm to be still running the hay bale shows. That's for sure. Okay. Um, now that'll be the main Spartan hay bale shows. Spartan Wars Ring BKB. It, Spartan, to, to start with, that's two different sports straight away. You know, the pit okay. is a world away from the ring, and the ring's a world away from the pit. So, what Mark's doing is Mark's an expert in what he's doing. He's been a ring. You know, I've only ever worked with the pit. You know, Mark's running it under the Spartan brand, but ultimately, it's going to be you know designed to run with the very best of them eventually, you know, we want to get up to speed. I will say, you know, as we go on, we're not in competition with anybody. We love to see all companies flourish, you know, and I believe in Mark Godbeer with his will to succeed, you know, with second to none. I believe we've got a good guy in the helm, you know. Very good. I, Very good. I think as well, the, 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 the point to put across is, is um, I've seen, especially lately, I've seen a lot of our, uh, new bare-knuckle boxing companies, they've come to fruitation, and what's actually happened is they've tried running before they can walk. And when it's come to the actual game day, it hasn't happened. So um, my main goal is is to basically just be truthful with everyone, be truthful with the fighters, be truthful with everything. Look, this is a new company. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not, um, in there to compete straight away with the top guys but one thing we are there is to make a statement to first of all show people we can do this and then once we build our brand we build our brand as we build our brand the fighters build with us you know so that's that's where we're at with it you know we're not promising everyone in the world at the moment but what we are promising is as we build we are going to build everyone with it as well. Every, no one will be left behind, you know. But we're not also, we're not going to fill everyone with empty promises. And I think that's what a lot of people do, you know. They're, they're, they're not honest. Me being a fighter myself, I've been a pro fighter since uh, 2008. Me being a pro fighter myself, I've been fed so much, you know, bullshit over the years. I don't want to be that promoter. I don't want to be the person that's feeding people with crap. I want to tell people what's actually going on from the start, where we're at. Do you want to join us? Do you want to be with us? Do you want to build the brand with us? And then if you if you do, then as we build, I'm going to build you as, you know, I'm not going to leave you behind. We're going to bring you with us, you know, if that makes Absolutely. sense to you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, just to touch on Howie Atherton's comment, what's up, Howie? Just saw Howie and got to hang out with him a couple of days ago. But uh, how he said that you're, uh, he's mentioning that your lens is fogged over. And guys, if you are joining us just late, um, the reason that Mark's uh, camera looks a little bit foggy is because there's a cracked, uh, the camera is cracked on the phone. So had a little, had a little debacle with that. But listen, we're, uh, we're just happy that he's here. So, um, and we I can, all, we've we, all seen Mark. It's a good thing. Yeah, we know what he looks like. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, different guys as well. 
I, I haven't fought for eighteen months because of this COVID crap. I need to. I, I need to fight. I need a new phone. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. So, Mark, tell me. Tell me about the ring. Is it going to be a standard boxing ring, um, as far as size wise, or you know, everybody's yeah. in the in the bare knuckle world doing something, trying to put a different spin on the ring. What? So, tell us about you know, yours. People doing circles and uh, triangles. Maybe you guys will do a star. Now, so, so basically, what I'm gonna, what we're going to do, what we're going to run with, first of all. Um, is it's going to be a standard ring. I think we're going to go with maybe a 16-footer because I don't want it too big. Um, I don't want people to be able to sort of like jab and move, jab and move, jab and move. I want to have the action where... So I think with a 16-foot ring, um, you're going to get... There, there isn't much... Uh, there isn't many places to hide. You still have to engage in a fight. So it, um, and I think the way we're going to do it is um, obviously... Is basically exactly the same as pro boxing rules, except for it's going to be two-minute rounds, not three-minute rounds. Um, standard fights are going to be three times two minutes. Is that what we're agreeing with, Christian, do you think? Yeah, absolutely, when I'm not dropping Three the times yeah. two minutes. And then, obviously, with um, uh, title fights, we're going to put it up to five times two-minute rounds. So, um, But uh, apart from that, it's going to be uh, pretty much pro boxing rules, you know, so it's not going to yeah. be like the BKB where you can hold and hit and stuff like that, so it's going to be um, standard pro boxing, proper boxing, bare knuckle boxing, you know, it's not bare knuckle fighting as BKFC put it, this is going to be uh, bare knuckle boxing. Very good, very good. So, and is that, is this, is the rule set in the pit fighting going to be I know that you said it's basically two different sports, Christian. But so you're going to have the pit fighting, and then you're going to have the ring, the the bare knuckle, uh, the bare knuckle boxing inside the ring. What are going to be some of the differences in in the rule set between the two sports, as as you called it? Well, you know, first off, um, we boast the smallest arena in combat sports. Our, our hay bale pit is only eight foot by eight foot. Um, and I can guarantee you if we have 20 fights on a card, they're going to end as badly as you would like them to. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so we, we deal in knockouts, man. And anybody will tell you that. You watch the footage on YouTube, you watch the footage wherever you go. It's gruesome, man. It's <laughs> gruesome. But listen, that's what we're aiming at. Now, my, my kind of sport uh, with the pit, the rules, 20 seconds if you get dropped, you know, the medic can throw a red towel in and stop the fight to examine a cut, but then let the fight go on. Uh, or the medic can stop the fight, doctor can, or the fighter can quit. You know, we never get that far, they're normally knocked out. So, we, you know, that it's a pretty gruesome rule set that we've got. It's going to stay that way. We, our, our sport is more, and this isn't taken away from pit fighters, it's more about who's got the biggest shot and who's got the biggest chin, the biggest heart, you know, where... What Mark's going to be bringing here is the art of bare knuckle boxing, which is, I suppose, hit without being hit as often, or if if any, if you can. Where our one is, you're going to dance in the rain, you're going to get wet. So, I think what Mark's going to bring <laughs> is an element of uh, an element of skill to what he's doing. It's going to be a skilled art. What you're seeing in the ring with Mark, but with us, it's just brutality from day one. You know? Very good, very good, and so. The, so you guys are going to be working together to help each other grow, I assume. Um, and so here, one question that I have about the pit fighting um, is how do you scale that? You know, it, do you have aspirations of growing that to a point where it's in a large arena? 
you know, with, with a, you know, a huge amount of people that are, they're going to be, you know, in a, some kind of a sold out arena watching some dudes in an eight by eight hay bale ring. Like, um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Can you ask me again, please? Because I lost the signal for a moment. No, that's okay. My, my question was, how do you scale the pit fighting? You know, how do you scale that? Do you have, do you have plans or aspirations to be in like some big sold out arena someday with a, the eight by eight hay bale ring? Well, listen, first and foremost is we are struggling at present to get indoor arenas for the hay bales because obviously they're a fire risk or even when they're treated, people frown upon them. So we are looking for the design of a pit that can be made, you know, to suit the guys. It'll be eight by eight inside. But meanwhile, outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you think that the first show that I ever had, there was like 12 people there. Oh, then, no. Yeah. Well, it, it was an acquired taste. And then the second show, there was 300. <laughs> The third show, there was 450. Uh, the fourth show, there was about 550. Uh, you know, the fifth show, about 500. And the sixth show, we packed out an 800. This time in two weeks, we've got about 1,000, 1,200 people coming to an outdoor event. You know, it's growing all the time. How big can it get? Listen, I've said it before, and, you know, and this is no disrespect to what Mark's doing because he's an expert in that field. And I respect anybody who steps in any arena. But if you've got... $50 in your right pocket and $50 in your left pocket. And I said to you, in your right pocket, you got $50. If you go to Spartan Wars, there's 20 fights on and 19 of them will end with a knockout. You know, or I've got $50 in my left pocket and you can go watch the ring boxing and there's 20 fights on and 18 of them will end on points. I know where my ass is headed, you know. So, <laughs> you know, so that, I, I, that's what we're going to keep the brutality. Mark's going to have the skill. Do I see pit fighting growing? It's an acquired taste, but that acquired taste is growing every week. We've built a massive fan base. We're only four years old. We've got 19,000 members in the group. You know, the, the the fighters are coming thick and fast. We've had some great fights on. We've got some epic fights to come. So, yeah, long may it continue. I hope it grows big. And I, like I say, we're kind of unrivaled in what we're doing because there's no one else really doing it apart from, the, I know the Russians have got a hay bale pit, but it's about 40 foot wide. So... <laughs> You know, that, and I know there's other people out there, but are concerned with what we're doing in an 8 8 square. It's exciting, man. You need to tune in because two men enter and one man really does only leave. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so Mark, two questions. Yeah. Uh, first of all, have you ever considered fighting in the pit? Um, listen, I'm a fighter. I, I, I am a fighter. I fought all styles. I fought MMA. I fought kickboxing. I fought boxing, bare boxing. You know, I, I'd even, I'm even looking into maybe fighting left way, you know. I'm one of these fighters, you know. So, um, if would I fight in the pit? Yeah, of course I will. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. Me and Christian come up with a deal that suits both of us, then I'll fight in the pit. He and Christian knows that as well. So, um, but I think at the moment, obviously... Um, I, I've, if, if I have just signed a contract with a company that is coming back and they are going to make big waves because I do also know they have got big investments. So, um, so I've, I've just signed with them. Um, I've, I've been loyal to them because obviously they've looked after me. So, um, but obviously, in between, they do let me fight for other companies and stuff because that was a part of my contract as long as it doesn't tie in with um, their, their sort of fights. So, um, you know, if uh, 
Christian finds me the right opponent, then yeah, of course I will. Oh, I don't mind having a scrap in a, in, in, a, in a pit at all. I don't mind having a scrap, to be fair. And it's been so long for me as well. I haven't fought. And genuinely, this is what people don't realise, like, over with all this COVID crap and that, I have literally had eight or nine fights cancel on me, you know. One of them, I even went out my way and got to, I literally done two weeks quarantine in Dubai, got to Vegas, training for my, uh, weeks in Vegas, two weeks before fucking I could fight, ended up coming down with coronavirus, which really messed me up. Um, you know, so I've, I, I have had a rough ride. The last 18 months, I've had a really rough ride with, with my fight career, but I'm still here. And I have got big fight news on the horizon. That's pretty much all I can say <laughs> on the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, Brandon Lambert says, when am I coming over to beat up Good John? I don't know if he's talking about in the pit or in the ring, but is that a fight you would entertain? Either one of you guys? I would um, in the flash. Uh, yeah, he would. Personally, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm biting my tongue here now. I'm really biting my tongue. Yeah, I would, because I'd love to see Tyler give him a fucking good idea, if I'm honest with you. But I'm trying to keep this interview professional, so as far as Brandon Lambert, I don't really want to give him the airtime he doesn't deserve. So, down to Christian. Absolutely. I'll so I'll just go um, on record yeah. and say Brandon's a prick, but go ahead, but move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Brandon's confident, but uh, you know, we'll listen. If if it if it's a fight that makes sense, then, then let's see it. If not, then you know. Yeah, who I, knows? Th- I, th- I think you know, like all joking aside, obviously, let's be fair. Let's talk business now. Let's talk on a business sense. Uh, business sense. So, you know, Brandon's listening. Let's talk on a business sense. Christian, he's here with me. Listen, it is one of those fights that probably would sell. Because as much as, you know, Brandon's, you know, he's made himself out to be a sort of a bad boy in the bare knuckle world. He's had one fight. Tyler Goodjohn is a very, very, very experienced fighter, you know. Um, fair enough, he lost against Palomino, but he took him the distance and gave him a good fight, you know. So um, th- there's a lot of people that probably would like to see that fight because Brandon's created an image for himself, so... Um, can I just say, know. can I just say, is there yeah. anybody watching this interview that thinks that Brandon Lambert would have come through that fight with Palomino? Can you say that again? <laughs> is there anybody at home or in the world of bare boxing that thinks that Brandon Lambert would have survived the five rounds with Palomino? I'll tell you my opinion is that I think there are very few people that could survive five rounds with, with, uh, exactly. with Palomino. And I'll leave it at that. I mean, yeah. it, Palomino is 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 a very very tough fight for anybody. I don't care who you are. Yeah, and I, I I do sort of get Brandon's game. You know, Brandon is trying to make as much noise as he can. And in one in in you know, I do give him respect. In one point, he's uh he's maybe he is taking on the bad guy image to to get the fights. So he's just making noise to get the fights. So uh, this is where I'm at. Um, if Tyler Goodjohn wants to fight with Brandon, this is where we're at. Brandon said he would give him a 10K challenge, okay? If Brandon wants to put up 10K, 
me and Christian will put up 5k to our own money for Tyler to fight Brandon. So, and then, you know, but then, you know, is is no disrespect to Brandon, but Tyler's a different level. In my, in, you know, talking professionally, he's a different level. Does he want to put his name to it? So, maybe he doesn't. So, we will see. We will see. So um, we will see. Well, you heard it here, guys. Yeah. There, there's been challenges issued. Um, Brandon says he'll put up his 10k. These guys are saying that they'll put up 5k each to match it. And Brandon just says in the comments that I'm reading, "Done. I'll pay my and I'll pay my own way there." So, look, maybe that's something we could see in the future. So um, that would that no, would be no, a, that no, would be. A, I, I I would bet that there are people that people would tune in. You know, oh yeah, I'll just say, people would watch. It. People would watch it. So, but, um, but go ahead. Like, no, like, obviously, no disrespect from Brad, to Brandon, <laughs> but from Tyler fighting Palomino, like literally the world's best, taking him five rounds, putting on a brilliant fight to fighting Brandon, one fight. He says he's got a move side career, but like, you know, whereas I've, I've never seen any footage of that, you know, so, and I've trained in Thailand a very long time, pretty much my whole career, so. Again, it's I don't I don't want to sort of you know I, I do I do appreciate what Brandon's doing so sure, you know sure, before sure. before Brandon you know goes out of his way to freaking try and mug me off all over social media I do appreciate what he's doing but we can only work with what we've got so there you go maybe, you maybe go. if if Tyler's interested then we can do we can work with it so that's where I'm at with it. There you go. So, Mark, you mentioned that you signed with that you're signed, or have you signed, or you have intention to sign with another promotion coming up here? No, I, I, I can admit, I can admit this much: I have signed a, a multi-fight deal with Valor. Valor okay. Yeah. I figured that's who it was, but I just I, I yeah. didn't want to I didn't want to ask directly in case you weren't you weren't supposed to say it. But but yeah, yeah. so I'm looking forward to what they're going to do. I think that's an interesting concept as well. And we, I've had some yeah. really good conversations with with Ken Shamrock, and uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to 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 seeing what he's going to do with Valor. So it's going to be interesting. But so here's my here's another question for you, Mark. So you're you're fighting you're going to fight for Valor, um, yeah. and and you're also building a new promotion. <laughs> Yeah. Would we is there a possibility that we could see you fight in your own promotion? Yeah, like I said, of course I will. Yeah, of course I will. I'll, I'll fight. A lot of people, you know, they say, "Oh, yeah," but, but like, I'm a fighter. I'm, I'm not one of these guys. That if 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 the deal's right for me, I'm at the stage in my career now where I'm not gonna fight for peanuts. I'm not gonna. You know, do things for nothing. I'm not. I've got four children. This is my full time job. So if the deal works out right for me and Christian myself, then of course I will. I'll fight on my own promotion. Why wouldn't I? But it just means Christian's going to have to have uh, a bit of extra work because I'm going to be training and not be in the promotion sort of and, side. And, of it, and so. that's 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 yeah. why I asked because I feel like that's a lot you know, to, to train yeah. and, and prepare for a fight because that in and of itself is a full-time job. And I can't even imagine the amount of work and, and time that would, would have to go into promoting, uh, you know, one of these events. So yeah. uh, that make that would make an interesting dynamic. So Christian, yeah. uh, what do you say, man? Is, are you willing to take on the extra, extra responsibilities so we can see Mark throw down in the bare knuckle boxing in his own promotion? 
as I know that Mark hasn't read my Facebook wall yet, but I've announced today that I'm going to be fighting in the pit early next year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So he can, run, he can run my show while I train for my fights, and I'll run his show while he's That's a fair, that, Guys, that sounds like a fair trade-off to me. So uh, well, <laughs> there's one thing we have touched down on, and, uh, and, and I, I'm going to openly admit this, and Christian can back me up with this. So obviously after... I was supposed to fight Mickey Terrell on BKFC. Um, a lot of things happened. I don't want to badmouth anyone or anything because I never like to burn bridges because I never know where I'm going to end up in the future, you know. But one thing I will say is that was that fight didn't happen completely down to visa issues, 100% visa issues. They released the fight three weeks before it was happening. I never even signed a fight contract, okay? And also, I, I also said to them, for me to get there, I need a P1 visa. I'm not spending another five or six thousand pounds of my own money quarantining in another country for two weeks with no coaches, no this, no that. Like, you either start looking after me I and get me my P1 visa, which I'm legally acquired. Otherwise, I'm not fighting. Okay, Mark, no problem, no problem. They released the fight three weeks before against Mickey Terrell. I had no P1 visa in place, which takes at least six weeks to um, come across, okay? So, um, and then all of a sudden, it was like they threw me under a bus. I felt like they did throw me under a bus. I, like I said, I don't want to burn bridges, but I'm just speaking the truth. I felt like they threw me under a bus. And I felt like they knew I couldn't get a visa. And that, by throwing me under a bus, what they wanted to do was basically um, build Mickey off the back of throwing me under a bus. So um, what I will do is will say, if I am going to fight on my own promotion or Spartan Wars, and we've already offered this to Mickey Terrell, okay? If Mickey Terrell wants to fight me, and if he thinks I'm running then I'm willing to put 10K of my own money into it and he puts 10K into his and the winner takes all. I'm willing to do that and I think I think Christian's willing to do that with me as well. So there's my offer on fighting on my own promotion. If uh, That's the only time I probably would fight on my own promotion because I think it's one of those fights where... Um, is one of those fights that I want to happen along the line somewhere. And I don't think it's going to happen in BKFC now because of what fools they made of themselves last time. Yeah, and I think that there's, I, you know, there may be some barriers to getting Mickey back into the BKFC also. Exactly, um, that, that's what I meant by yeah. what fools they made, not BKFC, you know. Yeah, so that was kind of a that was kind of a bad deal. I don't know the, all the details of the situation, but um, you know what I from what I've seen, and of course you can't believe everything that you see online. But there was a post that Mickey put up, and then he he took down, which oh, basically yeah, we all screenshot that. We all yeah. of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, he came into the event knowing that uh, that he had COVID, um, and and went ahead and fought. So. Um, I would be, you know, if that were me, and especially in the, given the situation right now, and there were a number of people who got sick at, after that event. And listen, who knows if it was directly because of him, but when something that, like that happens, um, who else are you? Of course, they're going to blame Mickey. Um, you know, you, you went out and said it publicly. 
So um, I would be surprised if we see him back in BKFC, but who knows? I don't don't mean this disrespectfully, but this is, you know, I've I've generally been fighting uh, internationally and pretty much in America for the last pretty much decade of my career, you know. Um, This is the difference between fighting on local shows, intense and stuff like that, to fighting internationally and then coming out with statements like that when you've got commissions and everything else involved. You just don't put statements like that up. That was a big, big mistake he did by doing that, you know? Yeah, and Brandon was Brandon saying DK Money, the TikToker, had COVID also. So uh, I didn't know that. Um, but if that's true, again, you know, like they're – I know that there is a, it's quite a journey. This you know. is a quite a gray hour we're going into. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't want to spend a whole lot on, on a lot of time on yeah, the topic, yeah, but, it, but, it, but it, it, it is, it is, it is crazy. Um, and it's I a shame, like but maybe we'll see the rematch uh, in Spartan uh, or the rematch. Yeah. Maybe we'll see the, the match that never happened that was supposed to. So uh, the there you go. <laughs> We've already put it to them. We've already put it to him and his manager, and uh, I believe what Christian, what was it his manager said? It's a fight we don't need. It's mm. a fight we don't need. So, and, and, and let's be fair, I think I'm pretty much the only undefeated heavyweight in the UK now. So, do so I ask you, Mark, is it a fight you need? Um, Great question. From my own head, from my own head, yeah. <laughs> okay. Just to prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there you go. And what's up, Clay Teal? Clay says, what's up, you sexy people? I don't know if you guys know. Everybody knows the ring, boy. But what am I talking about? But uh, <laughs> what's up, Clay? Always always a pleasure to have you in the chat, sir. But uh, but yeah, so um, so guys, tell me when, um, Christian, when is when is your next uh, when is your next event taking place? Uh, my next pit fighting event is two weeks yesterday. So the 25th of September. We've got 25 fights on, six title fights. Um, it's going to be like a festival atmosphere. And we're showing the Anthony Joshua and the Usyk fight after on the big screen. So that's going to be in Oldham, Manchester. So great. Exciting times. And then we've got another one, 23rd of October, which will be Fight Fest 2. And then swiftly moving on to November 13th, Spartan Wars Ring BKB 1. Okay. So the, so. Mark, your first event is in November. Yeah, that's that's exciting. So that's right around the corner as well. Um, what have been what have been some of the some of the biggest challenges that that both of you guys have have faced in in getting these getting these um, events together? And you know, what? Go ahead. Trolls bringing up venues, telling them that we're trouble and the same. Yeah, old. I think what a lot of people don't get is. When we're entering in this world of the ring BKB, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of jealous competition. So when I say a lot of jealous competition, I'm not bringing in any names or anything, but there's certain BKB companies in the UK that would do anything they can to try and stop our event happening, i.e. ringing up the venue saying there's going to be big trouble, this, 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 and this. So one thing I've made sure I've gone out and done, um, obviously I'm not releasing the venue yet because 
obviously because of these sort of problems. But I've made sure I've got people like local authorities, local councillors on board, and they're all aware of what's actually going on behind the scenes. And they're they're actually backing us. You know, they're 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 ready for they're ready for what's actually going to happen. They're ready for these phone calls. They're ready for this. So um, I think the main thing is as well is to um, you know get the local councils on board get the local authorities on board and also um, bring money back into the community, i.e. start using the local companies to help us out, you know, local, um, you know, local uh, ring companies, local, uh, you know, uh, uh, just local, just everything, everyone we're trying to use is just local companies to put money back in the company. Also as well, we're going to run charity things on the night, you know, like raffles on the night, etc. You know, collections on the night. So, so everything we earn, um, you know, off the back of raffles and stuff like that, we're going to put back into the community, local boxing clubs and stuff like that. You know, so um, it, I think the, the main the main challenges we've had to um, we've had to deal with and address before we um, and lock in before we release every last final bit of detail is basically getting the people that count on board and let them know what's actually going on behind the scenes. So, you know, we just got, you've got to play it smart. You know, there's, you know, you guys know as well, there's a lot of jealous people in this game that want to see us fail. And our main objective is to shut them out before they can shut us out. So we've just got to play this game smart and that's what we're doing. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, um, you guys have so much going on, um, Christian. On on your end, you, you said it. You said it was it was just trolls and people that are people that are out. You know, out to put a throw throw a monkey wrench in, into the into the deal. That you think that's been the biggest challenge that you faced. It's it's going to be the biggest challenge we face putting these shows on because, you know, I've got experience of putting them on, so I know how to put a good show on. You know, Mark Mark's got experience from. Being a competitor all over the world, he, he, he's got a good resource for getting fighters on board. He's, he, he knows how the fighters should be treated and they <laughs> want to be treated. Listen, if, if, if we get it right between us, and now this isn't in any way a competition cry or anything else, but if we're putting on great shows and, and great fights and stuff, uh, people are going to want to come and watch. People are going to tune in. People are going to watch. And there's other people out there that don't want that part of the pie diluted anymore. You know, so you know, that will be your biggest challenge is people that want to pull you down and see you fail or want to see this or that or the other. But, you know, I've started the, the pit fighting company, uh, you know, and, and I've done it with everybody laughing in my face and saying it wouldn't grow and it wouldn't do it. Listen, now we're probably the second highest payers in the UK, maybe. Um, you know, I've got more fighters than most companies. You, you know, we've got a really big fighter base. So, you know, you, you've just got to push on. You've just got to show people that the proof's in the pudding, you know. And I think that with Mark and myself and the hunger and the passion we've got to put great shows on for fans and fighters alike, I think we're going to be a problem for anybody if, the, you know, if the pie doesn't want to be shown. You know, we're just looking to put on good, fair, 50-50 fights every time and put on shows that people want to come back and watch. Cool, cool. So uh, there was a question that was up there. What what did y'all think or learn from the the Ragnarok failure that we that we've we actually have been uh, been covering on our show? We've kind of tried to follow the whole story from the um, beginning, and I'm it's glad, been pretty wild. 
I'm glad you picked up on that because I read that and I wanted to answer that question. Yep. Yep. But basically, the first thing I want to say about that is um, just to express to everyone that's fighting for us is we are a startup company. We are not going to promise you the world knowing that we can't really deliver it. So one thing I think we need to learn is to walk before we run. And I think that's where Ragnarok failed, is they tried to run before they could walk. So, you know, we know, we know we're not in it straight away to compete with the best of the best out there. We know that. But one thing we do know, off of a couple of back of successful shows, we can build it and build it and build it and build it. So that's what we've, you know, that's, I think it's just simple business logic is don't run before you can walk. And I think that was the big thing with Ragnarok. That's where they failed. They tried to compete with the best straight away on the first show. So, uh, you know, that this is, this is our goal. Our goal is to walk before we can run, but also be honest, be honest with our fighters, be honest with the crew we're working with, be honest with everything and and build it together rather than, you know, fill people with empty promises. Mm, interesting. So Howie, Howie says, Howie. who do you think, <laughs> who do you think ran off with the money? Uh, well, what, but my question is then, I mean, was there money for someone to run off with? Because yeah. we've heard, we've heard two different, two different stories as, as far as that goes. So what do you guys okay. think? I've tried to I've tried to stay out of it because I know Andrew Bakewell. Um, you know, do we get on? Not always. Do, do, do we have any time for him? He's all right, I suppose. You know, but uh, you know, I know a bit about the setup and that. Where there was Ragnarok, and you know, did, I don't know if there was any money or anything. Um, I had a failed show um, a good few years ago, about seven years ago, and I ended up paying out seven thousand pounds to my fighters. The only thing I would say is, have the fighters been paid? You know, did they split the bill 50-50? Was Stanley good to his word on his interview when he said, I'll pay him 50% of what's owed? You know, there's been no update from that. So we ask you guys a question. When's the next episode? <laughs> that's a, that is a good question. That is a good question. And uh, so w that's, a, that's a fair point. And uh, oh. we do need to definitely follow up on that and find mm -hmm. out because he did say on our show that he was, that uh, Stanley said he was going to pay 50%, his 50% of the, uh, the fighters purses that they were owed. So, um, you know, did he do it? I've been in several fighters saying no. Okay. So as of right I'm now, based on what we know, so I think also as well, I think it's important to to realize, you know, with, with all these other people that's involved and stuff like that, when we're trying to build our own brand, it's not to worry about anyone else's. I think that's the key. Yeah. You know, as soon as we stop worrying about everyone else's and concentrate on us, yeah, as a company, as, 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 a, <laughs> as a promotion, you know, uh, let them slag us off. You know, you but, know, um, you know what these game, this game is like, Chris. You do as well, don't you? Like, no matter how good we do, or you know, there's that we're gonna get slated, we're gonna get slagged, we're gonna be this. But as long as we stay true to our words, stay true to our fighters, that's all that matters, you know. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. And, and we're like I, just, I just want to go on record and say that I watched the interview with. Um, Jim Freeman Dove the other night, and uh, although we're not in competition with them, and I love what they do, that guy's a fucking bell end. Sorry, that's my. 
No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, but uh, so I, I want to touch on what well, Mark said. I'll give you my opinion on them. <laughs> <laughs> but Mark, you said that one of the things that you touched on was that that we need to be honest to our fighters and and be yeah. and, and and be fair with people. And I think that you know, um, obviously, I know that you guys are, are much more experienced in the in this in this this industry that I, that I am, I'm sure you've both have forgotten more about combat sports industry than I'll ever know. But, um, I think that the one, one of the, one of my biggest takeaways in, in, in my experience is that, man, like what, or maybe it's a question. Why is it so difficult for people in this industry to just be honest and fair with people? Like, why is that? Why is that such a problem? Genuinely. Um, because it's full of crooks. Simple as that. It's full of crooks. And From the bottom to the top. You know, we're, you know, it's full of crooks. I'm not saying everyone, because there is some good good promotions out there. You know, but like a lot of, lot of, lot of people, it's not people who are out for themselves, not the sport or their fighters. Whereas I'm coming into this, I'm, I'm not out for it for myself. I don't care if I break it. As long as I break even my first show, I don't care. Uh, you know, I, I'm 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 not in this for myself. I'm in this for the fighters and the sport and the expansion of the sport. You know, I love it. It's a passion of mine. It's a passion. Fighting is a passion of mine. It's gave me so much over the years. You know, and like I'm coming towards the end of my career now. I'm 38, so it's like now now it's time for me to start giving back. You know, and a lot of the people that comes into this. A lot of them haven't even put a glove on in their life, you know. It's only the true fighters, the ones that's actually put gloves on in their life, um, you know, that they, they understand it from a point of, uh, from a fighter's point of view. The ones that just come into it riding off the back of, you know, the expansion of bare knuckle, what they're doing is they're in it for themselves, you know. That, that, that's my views on it. So, yeah. I don't know. People have different views, and it's hard because no matter what I say or what I do, there's always got to be people that's got difference of opinion. So everyone's sure. in it for different reasons. So, gotcha. Well, guys, um, I know it's extremely late there. Um, what time is it where you guys are at? Quarter twelve. Okay, so yeah, I mean it's it's getting pretty late. We want to give you guys this uh, evening back here. Um, any any final thoughts, closing words, any anything that uh, that we didn't touch on that you want to uh, you want to make sure that people know about your about Spartan before we let you guys go? Yeah, we're fucking taking over. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. How, yeah. how about you, Mark? I th- I think the main thing is you know um, you know when when I think when me and Christian first uh, announced that we were going to do a show together, pretty much people laughed at us. They all laughed at us. And uh, and then obviously COVID kicked in then, so that's kept us, you know, that's kept us behind the back of the scenes. But what we've actually done since COVID's kicked in is we've put our heads together and we've really planned things out. So um, just basically just watch your space and then see who's laughing in 12 months' time. There you go. There you go. So any, anybody that you guys, out, go ahead. A quick shout out to my sponsors, yes. Scott Red yep. Delphins. Yep. Um, all you guys, um, 
I forget what they're all called, but all my sponsors, you're all top guys, you know who you are. Check out our group on Facebook and you'll see all our sponsors at the top. I just want to say, without the sponsors and the guys pushing from behind us, this would be impossible. So massive love and respect to those. Very good. Well, guys, we really appreciate your time and uh, thank you for coming on and telling us about your organization. I'll be looking forward to it, to seeing what happens and, uh, you know, come back anytime. Uh, you know how to get a hold of us and we'll, we'll be, if you have something to say, you know where to, who, to, who to talk to. So we Sweet. appreciate you all. Thank, all you right. for us, thank you for giving us the platform. Oh, My pleasure. You. you guys have a wonderful right. night and uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys. All right. Very good. All right, everybody. So that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, before we go, we should s shout out our sponsors as well. Oh yeah. Of course, we want to tell you a little bit about Dringer Nutrition. So Dringer Nutrition, they can meet pretty much any of your nutritional supplement needs. You're talking protein powder. You're talking, um, you know, recovery products, pre-workout, all those things. You can get them at DringerNutrition.com. Uh, definitely check them out. Also, we want to talk a little bit about Dope Champ. They can serve your Delta 8 needs, talking gummies, tinctures, wow. and vape products and flour. Wow. All those things are available through Dope Champ. So thank you to our sponsors. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We, uh, we really appreciate you as always. And of course, um, tune in next time. We've got another interview coming up here in a little over an hour with uh with jeff houston we're going to do a bkfc 21 recap it's not even an interview uh it's just yeah it's a show we're, we're going to show uh, on, yep. on on the uh, following sunday after every bkfc event we're going to have a show with mark houston to recap the jeff houston <laughs> mark houston <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna so that's gonna be a yeah, yeah so it's it's not gonna it's not an interview so much as it's a new segment on our show um so we are going to do a recap on each bkfc event on the sunday following the event with jeff houston so that's going to be a lot of fun tune into that tonight at eight eastern nine central so that's coming up here in just a little bit and uh again thanks for tuning in we'll see you guys next time peace out guys what we do here is go back, 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 back.